I'm just dipping my toe. A splish splash. I wish that there was a way to dismantle the system without violence. Did you say school counselors? Let's uh Let's let's get to let's get to the bottom of our of our souls here in the basement of our souls. I don't want them to be like Orwellian villains. How would you describe your time relative okay. to yourself? Um, do you believe in aliens though? Now I just want to breathe into the mic. <laughs> let's do it together. One, two, three. Wow. Well, we just got our ear um eardrums blown out. Yeah, that was definitely like some spooky alien shit. <laughs> oh my god. This is um the community park and um this uh my name is Chase. My name is Nat and I need to phone home after that. <laughs> that alien encounter. Uh, yeah. Um do you believe in aliens though? Yeah, definitely. Um, did you go and raid Area 51? Because uh, they can't stop all of us. <laughs> <laughs> I did not. Uh, so I guess that makes me a faker. Oh. No, I, I was I was in a lockdown in New York City when that was going on. Oh, I should have remembered that. I was there with you. Yeah. <laughs> weird. Almost like our brains is trying to suppress those memories. Almost like... Almost. We believe in aliens. I mean, the the possibility of a constantly expanding universe, it would be dumb. Not dumb. It would be be immature to think that we're the only species or sentient species out there. You're so right. You can stop it now. (laughs) (laughs) I don't care about it. But, um, what do you care about? If you don't care about aliens, what is, uh, what, what's your care for? What do I care for? Uh, well, myself is what I try to do the most. Take care of myself. Um, so that I can be a better person out in the universe. Out in the cold void. Well. What about you? <laughs> I also care about myself. Um, yeah, I think it's really important to, along with caring for myself, have like a, a care for knowledge of self. Mm-hmm. Like a, a yearn for learning, if you will. Yeah. I mean, it's important to care, like in order to be able to take care of something to like try to better understand it. Right? Exactly that. Yeah. Knowing your needs, your wants, your desires. Honestly, I think that that's why uh, owning a plant is one of the best things that you can do. Like teach you about like being able to pay attention to the way that something reacts under like certain, you know, settings. How, what does this thing need to be able to live and grow and then start to apply that same logic to yourself. Um, I think that's the next step for sure. Yeah. And that might be like a really 
I don't know, maybe too logical of an approach, not so much of an intuitive or emotional approach, but in that same way, like listening to what you need, give yourself care. And ironically, that's what this episode is about. It's being kind to yourself and self-care. Uh, we love being kind to ourselves. Truly, because there's, I mean, there's so much in the world right now. Um, all of us are learning, all of us are grieving, all of us are, you know, working through these traumatic events that are coming up around us while also trying to, you know, be present members of the community, take care of one another, but you can't do that if you're not taking care of yourself first. Truly, it's, it's so important, um, to care about yourself. Yeah. In all of these things that we talk about, and especially in like us expanding our own awareness, us learning together is, uh, you know, not being too hard on yourself for the things that you didn't know, like carry those new things with you. But like, yeah, with, with all the topics that we want to talk about, all the the new awarenesses that we want to inspire in ourselves and bring to other people, you can't beat yourself up for something that you were never aware of before. It, I mean, that's not like an excuse for like accountability, but you totally. know, like you really need to be kind to yourself. Yeah. Take the things in stride, like lovingly, bring them into your person. Yeah. And like, yeah, and, and that being open to change, like the people that are the most steadfast in their re resolutions, like unwavering, I feel like get the farthest away from the truth and then it becomes more uh, harder and harder to like deal with reality. Reality feels unkind to you, like you're being persecuted rather than allowing yourself to learn and grow and change and believe the awareness and experiences of others as well, like hear people. Yeah, um, I agree. Yeah, like being kind to yourself is really, I guess, like listening to others because how you understand the information given to you, like that... It, it forms your whole world view. Totally. And if you're just um, not even listening to what people are telling you or, you know, taking it in the, a, a wrong way or a, a different, it, like, what I'm trying to say is, like, you're just not listening. Yeah. And it's very important just listen and hear people. Absolutely. A huge part of self-care is your connection to others because that is a need. That's like a human need. And if you are actively trying to like separate yourself from others, it's going to fuck you up in so many ways. And it's, you're going to be in opposition to the people who are just trying to live around you you know, and not even realize it, like thinking that it's a 
a competition when we're all just trying to like live and support one another. Mm. Going along with it, um, listening to others and being kind to yourself, it's all about being a part of a community. And um, also listening to others includes listening to yourself and what your body needs. Absolutely, yeah. Um, a huge part of self-care is just making sure that you are taken care of physically. Um, yeah, you're not going to be able to be your best self and hear the people around you if you're not taking care of yourself. Say that a million times. Yeah. <laughs> Seriously, just never stop. Yeah, I'm. That's the truth. Totally. Yeah. And in listening to people, trying to be aware and start to identify in yourself if there are things that happen to other people that you unconsciously participate in or unknowingly support um being open to looking at those things within yourself uh taking personal time not making it anyone else's problem but taking personal time to try to look at yourself objectively like you would the plant and be like okay are any of these forms of like you know like like root rot or things like that present like do I have any of these unconscious biases or am I participating in a way that's actually detrimental to other people that I've not been aware of? And both trying to be honest with yourself and then also just like not beating yourself up about it but making that course correction and making it like going through it a million times in your head so that you know you're not going to fuck it up. Mm -hmm. And then be willing to be a purveyor of that same thing as well. Spreading the knowledge and the awareness. Truly. And <clears throat> I feel like it happens in just like everyday moments. Like it's, it's not like some big event that happens once a year. Yeah, like, we all get together and debate. And finally now everything is fixed. <laughs> right. Um, it's just like the way that you do things, the the way that you talk to yourself, even. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I mean, the the narrative that you tell yourself is what you perceive reality as, mm. and if that one is always like people are out to get me, or people around me don't like me, or I'm, you know. I am any one way and like with permanency attached to that. Then like, yeah, you're never going to be receptive to new information. You're never going to be open to another lens of reality, another way of looking at the same picture, which is equally as valid as the one that you are currently stuck within. Yeah. <clears throat> it It's kind of like, um, like choosing a box for yourself. Yeah, and absolutely. Keeping yourself inside of the box and keeping things out of the box. 
yeah, this is my selected reality and anything that doesn't go with it is not real. It's not reality. Mm. There are a lot of people I wish I could show that to. I am still finding myself putting myself in these said boxes or um, trying to keep people out of these said boxes. Like, uh, it's a... It's a daily occurrence. Totally. And I mean, that's like, that's that portion of self-awareness, of self-identification, self-kindness. Like, yeah. You get to, you get the, the gift to identify a new thing and then be free of it, potentially, if you're open to seeing it in another way. Totally. Yeah. So what would be like some some ways to I don't know, like foundational things that one could do to like start being kind to themselves. To like start to open open their eyes to ways that they're vulnerable. Yeah, well, I mean, first is practice listening and, like, to be specific, practicing unbiased listening, which is going to be hard when you don't know what your biases are initially, but that just means, like, Listen to anyone about their experience and, and try to hear them and be aware of when you start to put your own experiences over the top of theirs, like making it something that's not what they're saying. Um, and it might be hard to catch those things initially, but like the, con the continued practice and awareness of it to go through the motions and, you know, rinse, wash, repeat every day. Um, yeah, practicing listening. Uh, participating in the community in some way. Again, we're social creatures, and it's, I mean, it's been shown in so many different ways how uh, being connected to your community changes your, your mood, changes your... Uh, your internal uh, narrative, like we talked about, um, your willingness to try and accept new things um, just by being able to see the difference that you are making in the community around you. So, like, volunteer for community cleanups, get involved with the community garden, um, sit in a park and talk to people in the park. <laughs> you know, like Hey, that sounds like a nice time. Yeah, I, I agree. Yeah. I love it here. Um, same, but finding ways to participate, um, which can feel hard sometimes, especially right now with COVID still being kind of a looming presence in many people's lives. Yeah. Like it is for me. I, I feel it. Um, at least personally, like it's just, 
it takes a lot out of me to want to really uh, go out into big crowds of people. Absolutely. I just it it just takes a lot out of me. Yeah. I still like whenever I grab something in a grocery store, I first have the thought of like I shouldn't grab something unless I like want to buy it. Like mm-hmm. so that I'm not just like touching a bunch of things in the store. And then I have the second thought of like how many people have touched this before I'm picking it up to buy it. Like so many awarenesses in that regard that I wish I could unprogram. Um, I hear it. But it's just like the world that we live in now. But you can either, again, with these new awarenesses, like treat them as like burdens or like as something to expand your lens of reality. Totally. I've been a... Getting more into the the online community, um, which is nice because like uh, there was like that naive child in me growing up that was like the internet's fucking the devil, like it's just nothing but bad stuff yeah, on the we- internet. The yeah, I don't really think that way anymore, and <laughs> especially just being uh, inside a lot. It's um, I think it's a really good way to, I mean, be connected with a community of people, even though it is virtually. Totally. And, you know, like, everything has its ups and downs, like spread of misinformation because of the internet. but also then it comes to like honing your compass through listening and like especially if something doesn't ring true or whatever else like researching it and hearing the experiences of the people that have been affected by it and listening um is that a dog dog you you will be gifted having been visited by an angel angel precious baby dog the best (laughs) we were just talking about uh Building awarenesses by connecting online, listening to people's voices. Yeah, I think one th- um, one way that I show self care with um this new online presence of myself is <laughs> just having some sort of an understanding that um a lot of people are getting. Terrible misinformation from wherever they get that. Mm -hmm. So to me, that means I personally am probably also getting some sort of misinformation. Um, Secondly, that it's free to just shut the fuck up. 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> it costs zero dollars to just shut up. Mm-hmm. And um, like a bit of a bit of grace, I guess. Yeah. Like really everyone, including myself, needs to be better at evaluating data. That's that's one thing that I'm I'm like taking the time before I like really speak on anything to have an opinion about. Yeah. It's first of all knowing that I can probably just shut up. Like it's probably okay if I just like don't have an opinion on this. Totally. And then if I do speak up, knowing that um I've done some um evaluating of data and can cite those sources it's it's a lot easier totally yeah especially if you're taking the lens of trying to be like a student of the world and being open trying to listen and be connected to as many people as possible then like in most regards you don't really need to have an opinion things because you're trying to learn as much as possible if you are trying to be a continual student and listen to other people's experiences you don't need to have an opinion on the subject Mm. and i would say that like that's the case in most things outside of like there are kind of some simple truths like no human life is worth more than any other and when you see people that violate simple truths like that, they're like, then it's okay to maybe say something or, you know, not just sit and allow things to continue to happen. It's a good time to have an opinion and speak up. Yes. Um, but if there's another person in the room that has, you know, more awareness or direct experience on the subject and they want to speak, allowing them to be the person to do so. Like, you can support them, you can lend solidarity, but being aware of when you speak up in that regard. You're so right. And I think um, that's where a lot of people, I mean, speaking from personal experience, like, before I had that self-awareness to take care of myself. It was, it was easy for me to make someone less than human because the way that I would speak to myself, the way I would treat myself, I would also see myself as less than human or like less than the perfect um, epitome of what a human is and so like it was it was easy to do that to others um, when I was doing that to myself and so now that I'm able to have that self-awareness speaking up when those simple truths like you were saying are are broken it's it's easy to speak up. Yeah, absolutely. And again, like like you just said, the way that we 
narrate our reality to ourselves dictates how we respond to things, mm. you know? Um, and if your reality is, is a judgment of yourself, even if it's like you're constantly saying that like you're better than someone else, not even just like self-degrading, um, then your ability to listen, your ability to hear someone else and like see what they are experiencing is just as real as what you're experiencing. You, you know, probably already have a judgment in front of it before they even open up their mouths. And it's a hard thing to unprogram, but like you need to be aware of it first. You need to like become aware of how you narrate. What is your voice within your head? What is the reality that you build around you? And where are the ways that I am being unfair, unethical, harsh, even maybe violent in your own mind? Absolutely. Like the, the power, the energy that we give up to these harmful thoughts, even as simple as harmful thoughts, like there's a big impact because of that. Totally. Also on the flip side, there's a big impact if you put energy into any kind of thought like it's important <laughs> ever the aquarius yeah <laughs> but truly i mean it's sometimes if you go too far with it in my experience can feel maybe a little too cold or logical or analytic but being able to like see yourself outside of your thoughts and your emotions and like identify like oh this the way that I'm reacting in this specific moment is just because of like these emotions and being able to sit with them or or through identifying them like being able to work through them or uh, healthily compartmentalize um But it takes that awareness first of like being able to identify what are the harmful thoughts, what are. And so like a plant and like trying to pay attention to it, we've got to see how these things change and fluctuate. We've got to be aware of ourselves and the way that we are reading ourselves in the world. You're so right. So, um, what's the park looking like today? Like, what do you see? Would you mm. describe a little bit of it? Oh, it is autumn, baby. Oh. Yeah, the air is crisp. The leaves are orange. Wow. You know, maybe there's like a, a specter or a ghoul <laughs> jaunting about. I love friendly neighbors. Yeah. <laughs> They don't like it when I call them ghouls, but, you know. <laughs> yeah, uh, it, is, it is just in, in the haven of harvest. And I am loving watching this moon come full just before Halloween, a favorite mm. spooky time of the year. It is a favorite. Yeah. What about you? What have you noticed? 
a lot of a lot of leaves. Luckily, the paths are mostly clear, but just a lot of orange, even some really dark red leaves, and they're still hanging on to that pigment. Yeah. I'm glad that the community all chips in and keeps the paths clear. Very much appreciated. Lots of leaves. It's, it's getting kind of cold. Got a nice jacket on. The gloves are keeping my little fingies warm. But mm-hmm. like, it's feeling great. And the, that brisk wind kind of just like, not really biting as a cold winter wind, but just like a little puppy, a puppy nip. <laughs> <laughs> a little yip yip at your heel. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's wonderful today. It truly is. Well, I know I've got some some soup cooking at home, mm. but uh, is there any other message or energy or anything you want to leave with the park today? I think the only thing that I I really want to leave is to eat shit and get spooky. You know, I love that energy. Let's go eat shit and get spooky. Uh, Let's. Bye. Bye.